This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Fiverr with you as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Dan Flucker, executive producer extraordinaire uh, today, as always. Rami Makhlouf and the Rami Show comes up today at 3. It will be a short show as uh, Tim Allen will hop in. Uh, for, uh, again, the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post-game show, driven by Great Lakes Dragaway down in Union Grove. Uh, once game one is done between the Brewers and Cubs, both teams with a hit right now scoreless uh, as they are early on in that Brewers-Cubs game. So Tim will be here once that one is done. Now, uh, earlier on in the show, uh, as you just heard, we played Donald Driver back. Uh, you had him on uh, earlier in the Wendy's Big Show in the second hour. Uh, and his thoughts on, on Christian Driver, his son, uh, who they apparently didn't have time for uh, for the first visit and didn't want to officially give him a visit, uh, an official visit. Now, listen, there, there's a couple of things that go along with this, right? The the first thing could be, ah, dad's a multimillionaire. Pay for your pay for your way. I'm not wasting this on you. If you want to come here, fine. But we're going to make sure we take care of somebody else who doesn't have the financial resources to get themselves here. Maybe that's why they didn't want to give him the official visit. Maybe they didn't think he was that good. 46 other teams or whatever it was, 45 other teams, however many Division I teams, apparently thought he was pretty good. Apparently, Wisconsin didn't think he was all that good. Maybe, as John McNamara pointed out from BadgerBlitz.com, the two wide receivers they had uh, that they really wanted, they got, and the safety that they really wanted, they got. So they didn't foresee there being any room at the end unless he desperately wanted to come play for them, in which case then maybe they could have worked something out uh, in the future. Here, this is how I look at it. And, and maybe I'm I'm all wet on this, right? Maybe I'm completely, completely screwed up on my way of thinking on this. If you have a former Badger wide receiver or a former Badger running back, or a former Badger defensive lineman, or linebacker, or corner, or safety, any position, really? And they have a kid that's a top 250 recruiter, whatever the heck this is? You go get that person. You keep it in the family. Badgers breed badgers. That That's, to me, that's how this should be done. Allowing Kenny Stills' kid to not be at Wisconsin, watching him end up in the NFL because he was that good, and y'all didn't get him. Now, how, how does how does that happen? I mean, we can go through player after player after player. Now, in the case of Donald Driver, that's not what this is. In the case of Donald Driver, this is not a former Badger receiver whose kid wanted to come play at Wisconsin and you didn't want him. No. Instead, Donald Driver is one of the most beloved Green Bay Packers of all time. One of the bigger success stories you're going to find. The man was homeless at one point in his life. The man did not play at Alabama. The man did not play at Michigan or Ohio State or anything of the sort. The man fought 
and clawed his way all the way up to be very, very successful as a wide receiver. And here you sit with, again, Christian Driver, who, by all accounts of Donald Driver, is only taking two official visits, Penn State and Wisconsin. I don't really care if you thought it was him just playing a game. Again, why would he play a game? I have no idea. I don't care what your reasoning was of why you didn't want to give him an official visit. That's just complete boneheadedness, if you ask me. Completely. Dumb. Doesn't make any sense. Know who he is. Give him the official visit. Let him come. Check out the campus and everything else. Even if you think he's going to Penn State. Like, apparently, you may have. But just to tell him, sorry, dude. We know everybody in the country wants you. You're not good enough for our program here at Wisconsin. We think we've got some better people instead. You must be kidding. If you want to pull that crap with other kids that have no ties to Wisconsin or have no ties to the Packers, great Packers on top of it and everything else, you go right ahead. You don't do that to that kid, of the son of that player, who's done everything that dude's done. I mean, I... I'm sorry, man. I, I I don't I don't get it. I really don't. Now maybe maybe Christian Driver will go to Penn State, won't turn into anything, won't won't do much in college, and the Badgers could puff out their chest and go, see, we made the right decision. He's not as, he's not good, just like we said. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it'll work out, maybe it'll work out your way. But I'll tell you one thing, he better not go to Penn State and show out and all of a sudden be an NFL draft pick, and you all didn't want to give him an official visit. I mean, when John McNamara said, the Christian driver said, they're not going to give me an official visit. I, What? I mean, that, that's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I don't know if that's on Barry Alvarez. I don't know if that's on Saeed, who's in charge of the, who was in charge of the recruiting. I don't know whose decision it was, but in my opinion, it was a bad one. A very, very bad decision. Now, I'm looking at it from the Badger perspective. I want to get the other side of this because Plucker is a Michigan guy, as we all know. He writes for, uh, what, what is it, Blaze and Brew or Brew and Blaze? Maze and Brew. Maze and Brew. I always just screw around with him just so he can say it. Uh, Maze and Brew. So, from your perspective, if the, now let's say it was Calvin Johnson's kid, Barry Sanders' kid, or one of their kids that comes through, wants to take a visit, you're in his final two, turning down Alabama, everybody else. Don't want Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State, let's say. How would you react to finding out that they don't even give the kid the official visit? Well, I mean, yeah. It, and Driver's not as talented as those other two before y'all call and yell at me. It's but a, I'm using it as an example. Right. It's a, it's a frustrating thing, no doubt. And I, and I understand the frustration among Badger fans and, and Packer fans alike, I'm sure. However... There, there are so many things that go on behind the scenes here that um, we don't necessarily get to see in the light when it comes to recruiting. And there are so many different factors across the board. And yes, from Wisconsin's standpoint and from what Donald Driver was telling us, it sounds like Wisconsin just realized that they were out of the race or whatever and let Christian choose Penn State. Um, I don't know. I've, I haven't followed his recruitment very closely. I don't know because Michigan wasn't really involved. But the right. thing is, yes, he was getting offers from the Alabamas and these big schools Top and programs. all this stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to play there, though. Like, there, there are other yeah, safeties. you could have went that, to Alabama and sat for two years. Exactly. And, and so th- that, pa- that part of it comes into all this as well. It doesn't mean that he's going to get on the field right away. And sometimes that's what a player wants. He wants to go and play right away. Sure. Or be in the conversation at least to play right away. And and we, I think a lot of people that follow recruiting closely get really caught up into the stars and how many stars a player is and where they're ranked in these rankings. And And to a degree, yes, that does matter. But at the same time, um, I mean, three-star commits and three two-star players, even guys that aren't even ranked, can sometimes wind up being some of the best players on a team. I'm pretty sure Jonathan Taylor, who's now one of the best running backs in in the NFL, was a three-star recruit coming into Wisconsin. That's all Wisconsin does. But but, but hold on a second, Pluck. Okay, so this is cute. 
what, what you're doing. Because I hear this crap from Madison people all the time. Eh, it's not about recruiting, really. Okay. Well, tell me about those top recruiting classes that year in, year out, have all these top recruits and don't win. Who? 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 Michigan. Does Alabama have all these top recruits and can't win? Clemson has all these top recruits and can't win. Again, now Harbaugh and Michigan, okay, maybe that's the outlier as far as where they are year in and year no, out I recruiting mean, rankings. The, the thing is, USC is up Dale, there almost Ohio every State, year. They're there every year. But the, the, there's a difference there because they're getting five, six, five stars in every single class right. and, or even more. So stars do matter. So, well... In that degree, yes, because we're talking about the elite, elite of, the of the elite elites. talent. Correct. And and there's there is the top one hundred players in the country, I would say, are the elite of the elite. Yep. And and everything outside of that is a crapshoot. Honestly, it's it's just throwing numbers out there saying, Oh, this guy's the four hundred and fifty eighth pl- sure. best player in the country. Right. Okay, well, how close is that dude to actually being a top one hundred guy? It could be very close. It could be a massive gap between the two. Uh, and and that's that's the thing about all this. You can't this is everybody just guesstimating what this player so, will wind up being. If if and, we agree on on because I agree with what you just said. Well, as far as rankings, how close they are, whatever else. Then it comes down to how good is your coaching staff? Exactly. Can you coach kids up, whatever the case may be? Clearly, Harbaugh's staff, not very good. Badger's staff has proven to be very good over the course of time, whether it's no Barry, Bielema, Chris, Gary Anderson, we'll put it to the side. But those other guys, we, we can look at and go, they have coached up their three-star guys to maybe be NFL players and everything else, which goes back to Christian Driver again. How in the world do you not bring the dude in? Now, like you said, maybe Penn State said, hey, man, you're going to play right off the jump, man. You're, James Franklin's going, Donald, you're my guy. Christian, you're going to start as a freshman at wide receiver or safety or whatever position he's going to be. I'm guessing he wants to be wide receiver. We never asked Donald Driver that because I didn't know that was up for debate until we mm-hmm. talked to McNamara. But if if you want to play wide receiver, you'll start as a freshman. And, and on the Badger side of things, we know how that works. Nobody ever is guaranteed anything as far as starting goes, freshman or not. Graham Mertz was one of the highest recruits they've ever had. He sat and he watched, and he only got to play last year because Jack Cohen got hurt. That was the only reason he got to play. Otherwise, he was about to sit another full season and watch another full season go by before having his opportunity to get on the football field. So if it was, hey, man, he wants to play, He's not going to play right away here, so no need to have that official visit. If that's what it is, and they didn't think he was good enough to start as a freshman, and that's something he wanted, okay, then okay, I can understand that if that's what it was. Somehow or another, I don't, I mean, John McNamara is pretty connected. He talked to Driver, and he himself, it doesn't sound like that's what it was necessarily. It sounded like, maybe they were just told that he was going to Penn State and they didn't want to, quote, waste an official visit. Because those of you that don't know, these universities only get so many of these things that they can use, right? There's not an infinite amount. You can't offer 100 kids official visits. That's not how this works. So there are recruiting rules and guidelines that you have to work in. So you have to pick and choose where you're going to use your certain resources uh, and who you're going to use in order to do the recruiting across different aspects of college football, and so forth. So they clearly made the decision that he wasn't going to be that guy. And now we have Jesse Temple tomorrow from The Athletic uh, at 1235 on the Wendy's Big Show. And I read this piece by Jesse Temple. And it's, hey, hey, Saeed doesn't get to have, you know, get to determine roster allotment. Saeed doesn't get to have a staff of eight to ten people. Saeed gets three other people, uh, and that's all he gets. And again, money was, I'm sure, was a part of it. No question, I'm sure it was a part of it. But these other aspects of it drive me nuts. It drives me crazy. Like, what I'm I'm failing to understand here is, and this is why I want to get Jesse Temple on tomorrow, I'll talk with Gary and and Leroy myself, is the roster allotment thing, right? And, And Plucker can help me. He's a big recruiting guy, too. So explain this to me. So... They don't trust him to recruit the correct amount of at each position year to year. Is that what this comes down to? They want to be in charge of telling them, hey, we want two running backs, one wide receiver, and three offensive linemen this year versus letting him get whatever he wants 
on a year-to-year basis. That's pretty much what it comes down to. The coaching staff doesn't trust him to fulfill the roster the way they want it fulfilled, even though they've worked together for several years. Well, that's the thing. Some some coaches have different philosophies when it comes to that, and, and some coaches are going to give more leeway in that, but at the end of the day, these are the players that they are going to be coaching on their field. The head coach is going to have power over everybody, and I think should have power over every other player position in the recruiting department that there is. So if Paul Christ is sitting there and he wants his guys in it to be done his way and he's not comfortable with giving that power to somebody else, because again, what what he has done on the field, Paul Christ, is win football games. He's found right. a way to be successful on the field. And and that is with without having the top names in the country coming to Wisconsin. But that you know is- what worries me is, and McNamara brought it up, he brought a new lens to recruiting at Wisconsin because he came from the state of Georgia. He played at Georgia Tech. He was part of that deal down there. So he brought a new, fresh outlook. And you know what I'm concerned about? I'm concerned about we're going to go back to stale old Wisconsin and how we did things before, and the recruiting rankings are going to drop back down in the 30s uh, and 40s again, and we're going to go right back to being what we were, and going after the bigger fish is not going to be a thing anymore, and we're going to slide. That's what I'm concerned about. John McNamara, BadgerBlitz.com, doesn't seem to be as concerned that that's going to be a deal with this guy, Eric Johnson, if that's who ends up running this thing, the the, the Culver's dude, if, if that's who ends up running it, uh, he doesn't seem as concerned there'll be that big of a slide. But I know from our conversation with Barry Alvarez over the years, who's now retired, Barry Alvarez came on the big show with us and said, it's not like people are raising their hand wanting to come to Wisconsin all over the country. And from that point on, I was about done with Barry Alvarez. I was beyond, besides myself when he made that statement. If everything you've done in the last 20 to 25 years, perennial top 25 team, bowl team every year, damn near uh, every few years you're in the Rose Bowl for the most part. With Bielma, you were in three straight Rose Bowls. You were there constantly. And then the athletic director and former head coach goes, eh, it's not like people want to come here. That, I mean, that's just insulting. That's insulting to everything he built and insulting to everything that's been built since he was here. It's ridiculous. I mean, my God, Michigan hasn't been good in forever. And you don't hear those guys talking about, well, it's Michigan. It's not like people want to come here. I mean, they still wear the badge of honor. It's Michigan football. I put down the helmet. Regardless of how bad it may have been under Harbaugh the last few years, it's still Michigan, and we're going to show you our history and what we've done. At Wisconsin, again, we haven't talked to McIntosh, and I love me some Chris McIntosh. Dude's been great to me over the years. But that that whole thing... That, at some point, you got to have some pride and, and understand that, yeah, we can go compete with some of these guys. Now, I understand you can't compete from an academic standpoint. You can't compete from uh, maybe being able to get certain kids in that they can get in at other different universities. Fine. I, I understand there are going to be limitations to that. But why aren't you in the same living room as every every kid Notre Dame is re- recruiting? Everyone. Wherever Notre Dame is, you should be in the same living room. Everyone. You're not going to get all of them, but you might be able to get a couple that Notre Dame was going to get. Notre Dame's not out there recruiting guys at the bottom of the barrel. They're still out there recruiting top-end players that are putting themselves in the playoffs and putting themselves in the top 25. They're a national program. Be getting that living room, getting some of those players. I know you're not going to win recruiting battles against Alabama and Georgia. Sometimes you will. you got a linebacker over Alabama just as recently. But you should be able to be in some of these living rooms that you're not in right now, at least in my opinion. Maybe I'm nuts, Pluck. Yeah, I I don't know. You you definitely have a point. It is it is a small-minded mentality kind of what Wisconsin displays at some time. And if they if they did allow the the resources and the financial resources especially and and these different avenues to recruiting, sure, maybe things would be a little bit different. But but the, I think the way that they look at it is they they've been successful. They're a successful football team. They're in the conversation for the for the playoff pretty much on a routine basis. They're making the Big Ten championship game. I think they're content with where they are. I think fans are there relatively content as well. And that's and, the problem. And that is the problem, that's no doubt. Because problem. that's not that's not the avenue for the winning a championship. Yep. And and in basketball it's a different story. Because in basketball you just need your team to get hot and you can and any team can get into that final four, into that championship game. With football, it's a completely different story. You need to be undefeated pretty much at this point. You need to win your conference, and you you need to have the best talent in, in right. the country with the best yep. coaching in the country. And, and Wisconsin has really, really good coaching, and they have really good talent. 
because of that coaching and that development that the coaching staff brings, but it's not at the same level as Gary always says with the Alabamas, Clemsons, again, Georgias, you hit all it, of those. You hit the nail on the head. Content. And that is what this program has been forever. Content. Content in, again, being a top 25 program, top 15 program, going to bowl games, the occasional Rose Bowl. Cool. Uh, and that that's where it sits. And that's why that Saeed hiring and what he was able to do, I think, was big. And he could have built on it had you given him the resources to build on it. But, of course, why would you care about recruiting at a college football program? Coming up next, we'll hear from Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Fiverr with you. I'm going to play Matt LaFleur here, but apparently I, I must have riled up Kerry Ellerson because he just left and is on his way home and uh, called right back in uh, to the show. So he joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Yes, Gary. So I'm on my way to take my camper back to the storage unit. And so you're... You're talking Badgers, and, and so I have to chime in a little bit. <laughs> All right, and what do you got? And you're, and you're, I like the house is on fire, and it's not. It's not even smoldering. It's, nothing's going to change. They're always going to be who they are. So say Saeed got us five, uh, five-star players. Ohio State got 30 five-star players. It's a drop in a bucket. It's not going to matter. Until we get 35-star players like them, then we can talk. We're, we're not going to move backwards. We're going to stay who we are. We're going to win 10, 11, 12 games, and we may catch lightning in a bottle where we'll have a chance to, to contend. Hopefully they expand the playoffs. If they get to 10, most certainly I think we'll have a shot to get into that top 10. Gary, but how do you get more five-star players? It's not going to change. How? How do you get more five-star players? Well, I, I don't know if Wisconsin can get more five-star players. Why? Because that's just who they are. That's but see, they they, are. stop stop doing that. That's who they are. No, you can't stop doing that because there's not enough. Because the, the problem is, Steve, they're always going to go to Ohio State. They're always going to go to Alabama. I mean, they're always – I mean, we had Bobby Bowden on the other day, and Bobby Bowden goes – I don't care who's at Alabama. They're still going to win a national championship. They didn't before Nick Saban. They had Shula. They didn't win with him. They had other guys they didn't win with. I understand that, but with other guys, they did do it with. And so you, you always, they're always going to have that there. The Georgia's, Georgia can't even win it. 
and they still have all those players. Of course, they oh, they're dealing with Saban. I mean, again, that's that's the elephant in the room is Nick Saban. Nick Saban was at LSU, recruited at a high rate. Look at LSU now, not the same LSU program. Nick Saban at Alabama. Mark my words, when Nick Saban leaves Alabama, that program's going to go right back down to where it was. At some point, you got to realize a great coach and a, and, and a great philosophy and recruiting and everything else plays into it. Saban is Saban. That's kind of what it is, and that's not to take away from what they're doing at Georgia or LSU or whatever, but... I don't know who he is from a coaching perspective, the modern-day whoever, great uh, coach that nobody can seemingly beat. But that that's kind of what he is. And Dabo Sweeney, look, he took Clemson. They weren't – they were. Uh, Gary, did Gary hang up or did we lose him? I didn't hang up on him. Uh, but Dabo Sweeney's another guy. Look, Dabo Sweeney was at Clemson for a handful of years before he finally got that thing turned around. They were competing at that level with Tuberville. They absolutely were not. They were a nice bowl team, but they weren't a national championship team under Tuberville. But again, he eventually won after several years and got that thing improved. I, I, I'm wasting my breath. I understand that. Gary has told me that for years. Dude, you're wasting your breath arguing and screaming and yelling about recruiting and so forth. When Magnum, John McNamara, BadgerBlitz.com puts this thing together, and he's going to put this thing together. When he puts this thing together, a story of how many people are working in recruiting departments at Northwestern, how many are at Iowa, how many are at all these different universities in the Big Ten. That's what I want to see. That that's I'm anxious. So Wisconsin has four, apparently. Is the next closest seven or eight? How close is Wisconsin to getting out of the bottom third of the Big Ten? How many bodies would need to be hired in order to do that? That's what I want to know. Uh, by the way, Brewers uh, putting it on the Cubs here. Uh, Willie Adamas, a solo home run. Avi Garcia just hit a two-run homer uh, as well. Brewers uh, now up uh, three. Is it three to one or four to one? Three one. Three one. Three one Brewers uh, right now. Avi Garcia with the two-run homer to score. Escobar prior to that. Uh, Willie Adamas with a solo homer. Uh, and they're getting to the lefty steal uh, here. Uh, all right, Gary Ellerson uh, back on the line now. All right, GE, you're back. All right, so say, for example, if Jay Mac McNamara does this for us, not for us, for himself, and finds out that, let's just say, North, Northwestern has six. Let's just say Iowa has eight, and we still have four. Let's say Minnesota has seven. Those guys are still not beating us. It doesn't even matter. If but it doesn't. It do, that's not the point. The point is how much better could you be doing at what you're doing if you had more resources, like not Saeed any, was saying? Not any better because Saeed came in with more resources and we still didn't win a national championship. We're still no better than what we already were. Correct. You did not win a national championship. Not at and this point. All, and that's all that's missing, basically. Is what a national championship? Yes. Look at this point, I'd I'd settle for a fourteen playoff berth. At this point, uh, give me that, and then let's see what happens. Okay. But but well, you we still didn't get there. No, no, and you you haven't, and maybe you will now because they're going to expand the playoffs, and you'll eventually get into the playoffs oh. here at some point. Yes. At All some right, point, buddy, have a good day. Uh, take care. There he is, Gary Ellerson. Love Gary. Love me some Gary Ellerson. Other side of the glass is Dan Plucker. Steve Sparky Fiverr here. We were going to play Matt LaFleur, but Gary hijacked that segment, so that's going to have to wait. Uh, coming up, we are going to talk with John Greenberg uh, of the Milwaukee Admirals, uh, the president of the Milwaukee Admirals. they got lots of stuff going on out at the Wisconsin State Fair. We'll talk to him. But first, let me tell you about friends over at Young Express. Have you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time. Time to join the Young Express team, right? Live a stress-free lifestyle. Put the windows down, turn up the radio, and drive, baby, drive, and get paid for it too. One of the nation's leading expedited freight companies since 1991. You can't go wrong going with John Young, teaming up with John Young. Because again, when you're becoming a successful transporter of expedited freight, moving stuff from point A to point B, you are not working for, but working with uh, Young Express. It's teamwork, baby. Why Young Express? They have a 24-7 dispatch team. Extremely dedicated. Take it very personal to keep drivers moving. You can go drive locally regionally or nationwide or what they call over the road remember the further you drive the more money you make not to say you can't make good money driving locally because you can 
But the best money obviously comes nationwide. With minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. 99% no-touch freight. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is worry about is driving. Looking for full-time independent contractors today. Join the Young Express team. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan broadcasting live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Let's uh, talk about Jim Dandy, sir. This segment is brought to you by Jim Dandy, South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Enjoy the best fish fry Fridays uh, plus $2.50 tacos on Tuesdays. That's tonight. $2.50 tacos Tonight at Jim Dandy's. And then on Wednesdays, $17.95 prime rib dinner on Wednesdays. Plus all you can eat ribs on Mondays. Check them out. JimDandy'sGrill.com. Again, that's JimDandy'sGrill.com. Expected to be joined by uh, John Greenberg, president of the Milwaukee Admirals, as they are out at the uh, Wisconsin State Fair. And... I was talking about this earlier on the Wendy's Big Show with Gary and Leroy. Went out to the State Fair yesterday uh, to kind of check out that whole uh, deal. And again, it was it was cool to be out there amongst people again. It really was. Now, when you know when we were walking around, just the smells of all the different foods and so forth. The one thing I did not get that I wanted was my uh, Mexican corn in a cup. Really wanted that. Have you had the Mexican corn in a cup? Uh, well, you have not even been to the Wisconsin State Fair, have you, Plucker? You're going this no, weekend? I'm going this, week? this weekend. I think that's the plan, at least, is to go sometime this weekend. So I'm good. excited. I've heard a lot of good things. But you but you said the milk was shut down? Yes. Oh, because that's Bucks what milk my... milk house is shut down. My, that's what my friends have been telling me yeah. all about, that I have to try all this different yeah. flavored milk. But Apparently, it's closed, that's... they didn't have enough time to get ready to do the same thing they do every year. I don't understand, but... Whatever. I, I don't I don't know how, how much work goes into planning that thing. Um so yeah, so that that that's not open. Uh the clearance section, like Bucks and Brewers Apparel, that's normally at the expo building, that's no longer there. Uh that's that's not there. Uh what I like uh, is the 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 Mexican corn in a cup that you can get. And the one thing I did not realize, foolish me for not doing my research, I thought everything at the Wisconsin State Fair was contactless, uh, meaning uh it was all card, no cash. So we didn't stop and get cash. So we get there, and we we always go in um, on Greenfield, right across from Polly's Pub. That entrance right there. Love me some Polly's Pub. Right, right there across the street. So we pull in, and then you walk through the infield, and you come up right by the Expo buildings, which you come up right next to the grandstand area uh, as, as you walk into State Fair Park. And then if you go right and head right next to the grandstands going – I guess that would be north or whatever, uh, in Wisconsin State Fair on that main Main Street type thoroughway. Right there on the right, underneath the stands, only a few steps down, is the Mexican corn. So I was like, all right, going to get it because I get the corn, you get some butter or mayo, whatever you want in it, and then you get the cayenne pepper, depending on how spicy you want it. They got some lime you could put in it, whatever. You get a big old cup. Nope. Get up there, cash only. You got to be kidding me. And then as I walked around, I realized that some places were cash only. Other places were having surcharges if you use the card. One place, I think it was like $3 surcharge or something, uh, if you use the card versus paying them cash. So I would highly recommend bring you some cash on top of having your card. And that way you should pretty much be covered across the deal. Good to know. The other thing I didn't realize was that when it rains out, that apparently the big yellow slide gets shut down. Did not know that either because the five-year-old wanted to go on the big yellow slide because we do that every year. Uh, and even when the rain had stopped for a good amount of time, that big yellow slide still was not going uh, yesterday. All the rides out in the uh, area by 84th or whatever, by the Pettit Center, 
Uh, those weren't running either uh, during uh, some of the rain, too. Like all the farm animals, the buildings and stuff, we went in there, checked out the farm animals. That was a lot of fun. Did the Melinda Myers uh, show, the plant lady show. She's awesome. I've known Melinda Myers for a while. So that was cool, getting in to be a part of that. Uh, so, yeah, again, lots and lots of great food. I Like I said before, Rapinas, get the stuffing balls if you've never had them. Get like six of them, side of gravy. That and the Mexican corn. I think those are my two favorite things uh, at the Wisconsin State Fair. And the other thing that I like and I didn't do this year uh, is the water massager. I don't know if you've ever done the water massager or not. That is the deal where that's in the inside of the expo building where you lie down on your stomach face down. There's like a hole to put your face in face down. And then they close this thing. It's like a sun tanning bed almost. They close this thing over the top of you. And it's got like a bag on the inside of it. And then it got all these jets that come down onto your back um, all the way down to your legs. And it's amazing. I don't know how much it was this year. It's been like 10 or 12 bucks, I think. And you get five, 10 minutes, whatever it is. And you feel great after you get done with it. So that would be my other suggestion, I guess, uh, for the Wisconsin State Fair if you're looking for something uh, to do at the fair. Going back Friday night. Going back to see boys to men. So I'm excited to go back Friday night, and I will get my Mexican corn on Friday night. All right, let's hear from Matt LaFleur. We're having a hard time getting John Greenberg. I'm guessing if John Greenberg is inside the Expo building, that he has no cell, and that is probably why we can't get a hold of him, would be my guess. So we'll plan it out a little bit better. Maybe we'll get him on tomorrow. Here is Matt LaFleur, Packers head coach, from earlier today. There is Matt LaFleur talking a little bit earlier today, the Packers head coach. Uh, as we get ready to see Packers and Texans coming up on Saturday night, Green and Gold post game show with Gary Ellerson and myself immediately following that one coming up on Saturday night. Actually, we'll be on from 10 to midnight. I can give you the exact time of uh, 10 to midnight coming up on Saturday night with Gary uh, and myself. All right, now uh, let's talk a little bit about the Milwaukee Admirals with President of the Milwaukee Admirals, John Greenberg. He joins us next. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Sparky Fiverr with you. Let me tell you about my friends over at Young Express. Have you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. Live a stress-free lifestyle. Put the windows down. Turn up the radio and drive, baby, drive and get paid for it too. Now why Young Express become a successful transporter of expedited freight? Well, it it's quite simple. They have a 24-7 dispatch team. Extremely dedicated. Take it very personal to keep drivers moving. And Young Express, you can go local, regional, or nationwide. Now, the further you drive, the more money you'll make. You can make a good living going either one of those three routes. Minimal investment in your own vehicle. Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. 99% no-touch freight. The freight's loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is drive. Don't got to be some big hulking dude like Robbie Makoff. you a small dude like me. Looking for full-time independent contractors are the guys over at Young Express. John Young, great dude to work for. Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express success drives them. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is the president of the Milwaukee Admirals, John Greenberg. John, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. So I ran into you uh, yesterday uh, at the Wisconsin State Fair, and I was like, you know, we should get you on and promote what what y'all have going on at the Wisconsin State Fair. You guys have been there forever and a day inside the Expo building. So tell everybody what they can find if if they come hunt you down in the Expo building. Absolutely. Uh, It was great to see you yesterday. Uh, Yeah, we are in aisle 500 of the uh, Expo Hall. And we've got a big footprint this year. It's actually double the size of what we normally do in there. Um, lots of uh, lots of our new merchandise. Uh, I always like to make a big deal out of the fact that we've got 40 different kinds of hats, which is kind of funny. But uh, um, all that stuff is there. We also have a lot of a lot of ticket deals, including a, a state fair special out there for forty nine dollars. You can get a, a ticket to opening night, which is on October sixteenth. You can get uh, two ticket vouchers to any other game in October, November, or December, and you get the, your choice of uh, a couple of different hats, uh, baseball caps that you can pick from uh, for all for 49 bucks. So that's a special that's out there. There's a chance to win uh, a game-worn uh, jersey from Frederick Allard, who is one of our defensemen, who's going to be back this year. Uh, there's a chance to shoot pucks uh, out there and win prizes. So we've got a lot going on. Uh, in our booth and then on the two Fridays. So last Friday and of course the upcoming Friday, we also will be uh, putting out a little pregame show for the Sazes 
uh, racing pigs down on the uh, nice. north end of the ground. So uh, before each one of the races, we uh, we do a quick little uh, little show and uh, get you ready for the pig races. So it's a, a really fun time for us. The state fair has been a tradition for us for forever, and uh, we're really excited. And it's going really, really well. So it's good stuff. You know, I gotta say, you always have the queen of the fair, whatever else. But how? How is Wojo, my Wojciechowski, not the king of the fair every year? I mean, he should just walk around with a king, with a crown and a cape and the whole deal. Yeah, <laughs> he's the unofficial king. There is no question about that. I'll tell you, though, a lot of people might not recognize him this year. He is, uh, uh, Woj is almost a, a, a shadow of himself. He's got on an incredible uh, uh, get-in-shape uh, uh, program over the last uh, year. And uh, he looks unbelievable to the point where uh, people who actually know him well, who maybe haven't seen him recently, uh, want to know if Woj is there and he's standing right next to me. So it's kind, no. of, kind of funny. So, yeah, Woj is, uh, Woj is unbelievable. He's what did he to, do? Did he do, like, the keto diet or something? You know what? He he walks. He and his wife go out for long, long walks, and uh, he changed his diet and, and the whole nine yards. And, well, now, hold uh, on. Changing really a diet fair. in state fair is not going to go hand in hand. He has had to work extra hard. <laughs> since last week so oh uh, he'll get through the fair and then uh uh i'm sure he will uh he'll probably pick up the pace back on the, on the walking uh after the fair is over too that's awesome i'm proud of old joe that, i can't not nah, i really want to see him i'm going back friday night maybe i'll run into him friday night uh okay so let's talk about this admiral season it's been 584 days since y'all played a game man what have you been doing this whole time yeah well we've uh we've been working on just you know, really getting ready for this uh, this opener on October 16th. It's been it's been a long time. You know, we last played on March 11th of uh, of 2020. We had a great team and we were well poised to uh, to make a run for a Calder Cup last year. And then everything got shut down. And uh, uh, you know, we've been waiting and hoping to get back on the ice. Unfortunately, we had to opt out of last season for uh, you know a lot of reasons. Uh, uh, basically to keep the uh, franchise in good health uh, while all this pandemic was sure. going on. We, we, we just, we took the year off and Harris tour our owner uh, to, you know, his incredible uh, generosity kept us all on. And so we've been working really, really hard uh, to get ready uh, for this upcoming season and uh, a lot of creativity, a lot of just refining of a lot of the, the uh, mechanics of running a professional sports team and, uh, you know, just getting ready for, uh, you know, get back out there to entertain people again, which we can't wait to do. And it'll be fun. You guys are going to have those school day games back till 10.30 a.m. starts. Uh, 10.30 a.m. starts are back again this year, too. We are. Uh, we, we push those back uh, into March and April just to kind of be safe uh, uh, to make sure that we'd be able to hopefully be bringing large groups like that uh, out for, you know, uh, the last game we played was actually a school, a school day game. We had over 9,000 uh, people in the building, about 8,000 of them were kids. So uh, those are really fun days, and, uh, you know, we look forward to doing those again. And we'll be doing a lot of the kind of traditional things that we've always done, uh, certainly. Uh, we'll have, you know, your, your, one of your favorites, Salute to Wrestling. Uh, we'll certainly be back. The Badger uh, Marching Band. The Badger, Badger Marching Band. Band. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, too. Yeah, we're, uh, we've already talked to them, and we're on their priority list. So. Good. Waiting for the uh, hockey and basketball schedules to come out for men's uh, sports up there. And as soon as we get those dates squared away, we'll be able to get a, a Badger Band date on the calendar. And our other concerts, we're talking about uh, acts already for putting shows together for that. So a lot of the big things that we do, we look forward to certainly bringing back and doing again. Go see the Admirals at State Fair Park inside the Expo building. John Greenberg and those guys do a great job. And if anybody sees Mike Wojciechowski's new body, uh, take a picture and tweet it at Sparky Radio. I want to so I so if I see him, I'll know I'll recognize him. That there you go. that's a pretty cool thing. I mean, we have Robbie Makloff here, who remember years ago lost 135 pounds uh, in a year, um, yeah. and, and that was done through dieting and weightlifting and everything else. So I'm I'm anxious to see what Wojo looks like. John, thanks so much, man, for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Sparky. You bet you take care. There he is, John Greenberg, president of the Milwaukee Admirals on the Great Midwest Bank hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan as you feeling anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Rami Makaloff is here. Hi there. What do you got coming up uh, on your show other than watching your Cubs lose? Because they're down 3-1 right now. Will you dom us with a, a solo shot, two-run shot 
for uh, Avi Garcia. We had a question on the Big Show rundown today mm-hmm. uh, as far as does this this whole thing lose any juice now with what happened in Chicago? I asked the same question in Chicago during the Cubs-Sox series. Well, of course. I mean, White Sox fans love it because y'all suck. But in no, Brooklyn, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it when I don't like it when as as a Cubs fan, yeah, I don't like it when the Brewers are bad, and I don't like it when the White Sox are bad. I I, I like it when when they, those two teams meet and it means something. Yeah, for sure. And there's something totally on the agree. Line. Yes, for sure. No question. This yeah. is what I try and tell everybody about about Cubs fans coming to to American Family Field. It it ups the ante and ups the intensity, and and it sucks that much worse when you're on the wrong end of it. Oh, by the but, way, I thought Cub fans always support your team. Why are there so many empty green seats at this game? It's like a million degrees out on a Tuesday afternoon See, for a game that soft in Chicago for a game that wasn't supposed to happen for a team that's not trying to win. I don't know, man. If y'all are going to have a bunch of empty seats for the next couple of years, that's not going to be a good look. Did you hear what I just said? Just saying. You don't it's, want to have empty seats. It's 100 seats. degrees on a Tuesday afternoon for a game that wasn't supposed to happen for a team that's not trying to would win. Would you rather have it be 30 degrees and that be yes, your excuse? actually. Stop. I would rather. I'll take 30 degrees over this. Jeez, full of excuses. For sure. No, I'm serious. So the, we were going to ask about juice, you know, and I started thinking about this. We never got to it on the air. The only team I've been kind of remotely get juiced up for are the Dodgers. That's it. Cardinals don't really do anything for me because they're not any good. Uh, Reds, eh. Uh, Cubs, no. There really isn't anybody. I mean, other than the Dodgers because of their gigantic payroll, uh, I think that's, that's like the, the only team right now, as a Brewers fan, I look at it and go, I really want to beat Even them. though I declared the division over two weeks ago and reiterated it a few times since, including and yesterday. you're going to backpedal now because no, no. they lost a whole one no, series no, I, to the I best just, team in baseball. I just said I reiterated it yesterday, and the lead only grew yesterday because the Reds lost last night. Uh, the the series with the Reds should have some intensity to it. I don't think so. They have one series left with the Reds. Yeah, I know. And you got to figure the Reds are coming in thinking that's their last shot. To well, they may. Be. And and the Brewers are coming in thinking this is our chance to put them away, probably for uh, I good. Think they're done. I think that has some juice. I do too. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying as a fan, I'm not going into that thinking it's a playoff atmosphere. As a fan, now uh... what the players think, I don't, I don't really know what the players think. I'm just saying from a fan perspective, this division's over. I don't. I don't think the Reds are coming back. Now yes, today the division they get is over. they get Cousins back in the bullpen and they sorely need. And I know I'm an over reactionary fan. These two relievers they got suck. And I, I'm here to tell you they're bad. They're not kind of bad. They're real damn bad. Why and do you do this, man? Curtis? You're Curtis so... was so much better with the Marlins oh than he God, is here. Man. So maybe he'll get figured out. That Tiger dude sucked in Detroit. Still sucks. I didn't understand that then. I don't understand this now. Well, he's good you, against lefties. Great. He hasn't been good against anybody. Horrible. You haven't realized that pitchers only get better in the Brewers organization? Mm, good. Well, we'll see. You haven't picked up on this? We'll see. No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious too. We'll see. I'm dead serious. I you, do. Uh, you haven't noticed that? We'll see. Okay, fine. No, no, no. That's not a we'll see. I'm asking you. You haven't noticed that because that's that's an indisputable fact. They're, they're the envy of Major League Baseball teams yeah. all over the country as far as oh, their speaking of envy. As hey, far as their development Plucker, of pitching. Did you get Why a hold are you changing of, the subject? Because you brought up something. I want to do an on air meeting with Plucker right now on air show meeting. Did you get a hold a hold of and try and get that Paul Sullivan cat on for tomorrow? Did you do I that? am doing that as soon as I walk out the door today. I've been asking for four hours to get a hold of somebody to get Paul what Sullivan want, on what tomorrow. Because Paul Sullivan wrote a piece, a column in the Chicago Tribune. Mm-hmm, that's where he works. Talking about how the Cubs need to do it the Brewers way this time. And I just smiled from ear to ear. I said, oh, this is going to be beautiful. And I read it, and I really soaked it in. And as a Brewers fan, it felt really good to see somebody that you know lives right down the road and has watched this whole thing get built and say, now they need to do it their way. Again, we tried it our way. It didn't work nearly as good maybe as we wanted it to, but now they need to do it the Brewers' way. I never thought I'd live to see the day that any big market would be looking at Milwaukee and going, we need to build our organization the way they did it. Y'all better not take Matt Arnold from me, but that's fine. There are definitely... There are definitely things to take away from the way that the brewer, any any successful organization runs their organization. Well, like, if you're not going to spend money anymore, no doubt about it. But they're going to spend money. We'll that's, see. That's the thing, and, and and we'll see if Rickett spends any money. No, he will. Um, and and I mean, th- there's no way to say this without it sounding like I'm talking trash or put, or putting down the Brewers. But like we're used to it. I'm wearing a World Series shirt right now. Like it, it worked. It worked better than anything the Brewers have ever done. And well, what I, if they win the World Series this year? Then you're okay with it. Then it worked as well. So you would rather go back to the 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 way of Theo Epstein, just spend a ton of money, 
on international scouting because that's what he did. I don't, yeah, I never think it's a bad thing when your organization spends a, a buckets of money. I, I'm here to tell you that the sooner they get rid of Jed Hoyer, the better. I'm not off saying that it always works, but I'm just saying it's never a bad thing to spend a whole bunch of money. If I was in Chicago, I would be advocating to fire Jed Hoyer and get somebody else. Jed Hoyer couldn't run the San Diego. Reactionary, dude. This is the same thing as not the reactionary. Bullpen. I watched him run the Padres. Stunk. Okay. And now he came in Did and let. Did you not want Joe Barry to be the Packers defensive coordinator? Correct. He's been terrible in two stops before. Correct. Did you want. No. Very true. And would you have given so up far, on Bill Belichick you. after the Browns? Uh, yeah. Tom Brady helped that tremendously. And Charlie Weiss and those guys. Yeah. yeah. You mean having good players? Belichick was. A, having good players does help. Belichick, yes. but he wasn't as bad in Cleveland as people make it out to be. But they were like one in 15 one year, weren't they? Yeah, but they were also, they also had nine wins another year, seven or eight wins another year. They weren't all that bad. That whole thing fell apart when they went from Cleveland to Baltimore. I was there at the game when they announced they were moving. The next game was against the Packers. I was in Cleveland at that horrible stadium, Municipal County Stadium uh, in Cleveland, which was worse than County Stadium in Milwaukee. People were rooting for the Packers or rooting against the Browns in that game. We stayed in the same hotel as Belichick and Testaverde. Jim Brown was there. Like, all these dudes. We were in the same hotel as all these guys. And Jim McMahon was on that team, I want to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Michael Bad Jackson was on that team, the wide receiver, <laughs> back in the day. He was good. All right, what's on your show? Sorry to take away from it. Uh, you just mentioned Michael Jackson, the wide receiver. Yeah. Um, when Michael Jackson, the singer, died. Yeah, we were at State Fair. Oh, Gary! When that happened, I remember that. And Gary from like fifty yards away, I see him. He's waving me down. He's like, "Hey, Michael Jackson, dead dog." <laughs> it was so just. And I was like, the wide receiver. That was my react. That was my initial reaction. Right. I was like, the wide receiver. He's like, "No, man, Michael Jackson." I was like, "Oh, okay." All right. At that I, point, we were stunned. Know, well, I kind of, we kind of knew what we knew about Michael at that point. Like, I was stunned that he was dead. Genius, but I was stunned that Prince was dead. Prince hit me hard. I couldn't believe they both were gone. Yeah, I never got to see either one of them. Uh, all right. So, what's on your show? Coming today? up on the show today, Sparky, I want to know uh, whose arrow do you think is pointing up this season for the Packers? Whose arrow do you think is pointing down this season for the Green Bay Packers? Any any thoughts on that? Sure, Rodgers is leaving, so his arrow's down. I mean, performance uh, on up, the field this year versus performance on the other previous years. Field. I don't know. It's too early to be talking about who's going to suck. I mean, I, I don't Matt know. Matt Schneidman if... inspired me with his his article. He was talking about camp. I'm just talking about the season at large. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur. Also, that the Malice at the Palace documentary on Netflix is coming out tonight. Are you interested in that? I'm very interested in that. Live through it. Why do I want to watch it again? Because it's a different perspective on it. Whose perspective is it? It's uh, The well, fans' perspective no, no. or the players'? Jermaine O'Neal. He he produced this thing. Of course. And, uh, so it's going to be really one-sided. Well, no. It's, it's, it's talking to everybody involved. I think some of the fans who were involved are even in it as well, but he just wanted, like, their... Their side of it, Ron Artest is, or whatever he's calling, Meta something or other, uh, he's he's interviewed in it, um, it, and there's never before seen footage in it as well. I don't know why you why you wouldn't want a different perspective. Why don't you like different perspectives on things? I because like we learned with this stupid Bulls thing, you know that was Michael's perspective and didn't give really a, a fair portrayal of everybody involved no, as we his, learned. We all have our own truths. That but was that his was truth. his, his portrayal. That was his portrayal, right. right. So that was his one-sidedness. So now we have Jermaine O'Neal and the players' one-sidedness involved in this one, which is fine. Well, yeah, whatever. Because they've, they've been portrayed you're asking, in a certain way all these years, so why not right. see it from their side? Sure. I don't know why you wouldn't want to see it. I want to see it from all sides. Every any, Anything that goes down, except for like the real stupid stuff, like denying science and all that. And I don't have time for you. Right. But like, I, when when there is a gray area, I'm, I'd love to explore the gray area. And I think this documentary probably does that. So I want to talk about That's that. That's on what? A little bit. It's on Netflix. Don't have it. Won't be watching it. You don't have Netflix? Never have. Does that? Does anybody not have Sam Schmitz on the other side of the glass? Dan Plucker, you can just nod yes or no or, or crack the mic open. I don't care. Y'all have Netflix, right? You make a you make a fraction of the money that Steve Sparky Pfeiffer does over here. Just borrowing someone's account count? Yes, absolutely. Right, then yeah, yeah, I yeah, that counts. Lorenzo Kane solo home run. Now it's four one Brewers. How do you not have Netflix in twenty twenty one? Dan, listen to me. Dan he has, does have it. He has it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But listen, who doesn't have Netflix? A person that doesn't watch movies. Like I don't. Oh. I don't watch movies. Hardly ever. Like, I couldn't tell you the last modern movie that I've seen. It's been a long time. I I, 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 I don't watch any of those. I can't wrap my head around your You Do you still watch as life. much TV as you did? Yes. 
Do you? Yeah. Because you don't talk about it as much. Well, because right now there's nothing on because of the damn Olympics. No, nobody put nobody programs against the Olympics for three weeks. They literally, should because nobody was watching. I know. The Olympics. That's what I'm saying. I've been saying this for years, especially but, when it's on a damn app that I'm not paying money for. I haven't had any. Well, I did. Uh, I started Ted Lasso during the Olympics. Great show. I was told by show. a parent on our baseball team that that was really good. But I really, said, well, really I don't good. have that app. And so. you, and you know how I feel about soccer. It overcomes. It overcomes the fact that it's about a soccer. Well, because it's a football dude trying to learn soccer. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. like a small time. I've heard about football it. Football coach, he gets hired to coach uh, European soccer right. club, and it's hilarious. But but I and I think you. Well, I always say I think you would like stuff, but you don't like fun, so I'm never sure. I'm never sure with you. But it's not like it's not raunchy and dirty. It's real. It's real optimistic. The whole yeah. show, the whole show's outlook is it's almost like super, a Disney. Super no, it's not Disney because Disney's garbage. But it's it's super optimistic, like a really light, optimistic outview or outlook on 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 life hmm. from from your guy Ted Lasso. I love it. It's really good. Good. It's really good. Yeah, I, I hate that they drop it one episode at a time. The though. Disney ones I watched. I watched the the Muddy Ducks Game Changer one. That was really good. And I so watched different? the John Stamos uh, Big Shots <laughs> one. That was great. And the best part about that one is. I got so many people on Twitter that I realized all were watching it too, and all agreed that it was really good. The no. Stamos one, oh yes, isn't and the fact was what is isn't that about a, a high school basketball no. team? He's girls a high school basketball team, correct? Coach but, or something, right? So Stamos was or it was yeah, essentially the Badgers college basketball coach, but one at the level of like Patino or Calipari, right? Won national championships and everything, and then has a Bobby Knight-like meltdown and loses it and gets essentially told, you're done in college. So then he goes through the whole process of trying to figure out where he can coach next with his agent, and he gets put at this hoity-toity all-girls high school uh, to coach their high school team, and away it goes from there. Really, really good. Big fan. Can't wait for year two. Sounds terrible. And the Mighty Ducks Game Changers was good, too. Watched both of them. So good. I didn't even know that came out. Oh, that's really good, too. Yeah. Really, is really good. Estevez in it? Yep. Oh, he is? Yeah. Are there any of the other kids? They all come back. not kids anymore, obviously. Yeah, they all come back for one episode. Dude, I cannot wrap so good. my head around you. We're just different people. I, yeah. It's okay, though. But It's all right. We can be friends and be different people. It, it's it's fine. It's just you're, you're baffling to me. Just baffling. Baffling. The baffling. Yeah, I can't figure you out, dude. I cannot figure you hey, out. Hey, I got a thing. Uh, a text. Somebody got sick, and now you're going to be a headliner at some comedy show? Kay oh, sent it to me. Rockford, yeah. I'll Somebody in, got sick, I'll and then now Rockford. you're the headliner. I'll be in Rockford this Saturday. Fatcomics.com or something? What's the name of the production company? Uh, it's, that's not it, I'm sure. Um, here, Fatboys.com? Do we got any people in Rockford? Are we wasting, pe- are we wasting people's time talking Rockford about this? Rockford pretty that far of a drive. It's like 40 minutes. Do we got people in Rockford? Man, it's like 40 minutes from here. People go to Rockford? Um, it's D- the Detour Comedy Night. No, what's the name of the company? Fats no. Productions. Fats, you're right. Fats I knew Productions Fat was in it. Presents. Thank you. See, I was making fun of people. I'm not. The Detour Comedy Night. So where is it at? It's uh this Saturday. Yeah. In, um, Packers play Saturday night, so that's gonna be a problem. But it's in Rockford, so it won't be a problem there. No. Uh, <laughs> so why are we even telling people about this? Well, because I think it's so nice that you get to be, you know, <laughs> I'll headliner. Be, you, I'll, I'm headlining a place in Milwaukee this Thursday. I'll be at Bremen Cafe in River West this Thursday, doing 20 to 25 minutes for you folks. It's at the Detour, 1920 East Riverside this Saturday in Rockford, but Thursday night, 7 o'clock, I'll be uh, at Bremen Cafe headlining the Bremen Showcase. You are just really coming to your own since you came back. Thank you. I might have something Friday, too. We're working on it. See, say whatever you- I had something lined up Friday, but the venue double booked. Yeah. So now we're looking for a new venue. If anybody wants some stand-up comedy in their venue Friday night, hit me up. We're looking for a new venue. We have the lineup. It's a good lineup. Like, how many people does it need to have? I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just kidding. Somebody else is working on it. I'm just kidding. I mean, if you do want comedy, sure, hit me up. But uh, but 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 my thing is, you say whatever you want about Minneapolis. And yeah, you had fun, and they're so nice, and da 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 da. About score North guys, fine. But realistically, I mean, your comedy thing is just killing it in Milwaukee. Yeah, Minneapolis. Sure. You were still trying to get your footing was, here. You start, going right was, back I, in, and away you went. I had found my way into like two rooms in Minneapolis. That's good. And then the world stopped. Right. Yeah. And then it was over. And then it was over. Yeah. And but now, no, I mean, it's it's a big scene. Minneapolis is a big scene with a lot of yes. comics, so it's harder to get stage time and it's harder to get noticed. You promote that on the score in Chicago when you're on that. Hey, I'm a comic. They, I'm funny. Book yeah, me. It's it's it's. It mentioned. comes up. It's mentioned. Yeah. Good. I knew you'd do it. 
All right, coming up next, segment two of his show at some point. Uh, it will be the Robbie show. Don't go anywhere. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 